0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Brad Rowland. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you might recognize my voice. I am the co-founder of the Talking Chop podcast, which has more than 300 episodes in the books. And I've been talking about baseball and Braves baseball on this podcast feed for ...more than five years, almost six years at this point in time. It's been a lot of fun, and we have an announcement to make this week. So, on Wednesday afternoon, our Fearless Leader Chris Willis announced, and across the board with Vox and SB Nation, the rebrand and the renaming of the website from Talking Shop to Battery Power. Basically, the short version on the podcast network is that nothing is going to change whatsoever other than the name of the flagship podcast and the podcast network. So, the main podcast, which I am the co-host of alongside Eric Cole and Scott Coleman, will be going from Talking Chop podcast to Battery Power podcast, and this is now the Battery Power podcast network. Beyond that, we have three shows that includes the flagship show. We also have Road to Atlanta, which covers the prospect side of things with Eric and the minor league crew. That's a fantastic resource if you enjoy minor league baseball and the prospect game. We also have the Daily Hammer podcast hosted by Sean Coleman, which fills in the gaps with some smaller bite-sized episodes, three, four, even five times per week with the latest news and headlines across baseball and, of course, covering the games during the season for the Braves. Everything else is gravy, but I also have to add, this is actually, as you're listening to this, the 500th episode published on this podcast network again we have more than 300 episodes of the flagship podcast but we have a bunch more road to atlanta bunch more of daily hammer and uh, coincidentally i would say i did not even know this until this morning but this is the 500th episode that you're about to hear on this show so thank you for listening to the podcast and subscribing and reviewing and rating and telling all of your friends we asked you to do the same and also be patient with us on the rebrand. I know some of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts in particular, still has some old art and some old naming stuff. But I promise it's going to look like the Battery Power podcast very shortly under podcast feed. And uh, batterypower.com is the website if you want to go check all of that stuff out. And the written content is still fantastic, headlined by Chris and all of our great writers at the site. So I'm going to get out of the way now. Thank you for listening. I'll hopefully you enjoy what's coming up with Sean Coleman and on to the show.
2: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network at batterypower.com, as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at Stats SAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest. From Atlanta. So obviously the last time we spoke on Wednesday had plenty to discuss when it came to, you know, the news that had dropped about Freddie Freeman on Tuesday. And obviously that has at least been some content for plenty of you know minds and those that cover baseball all across the major league baseball to certainly digest and and talk about more. Because let's be honest, that at least was something to talk about. Because right now, we're getting the same thing every single day to talk about when it comes to the latest negotiations between both Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Associations. Of course, we're getting the different things that they're talking about. We're getting some, you know, concessions, uh, some baby steps when it comes to compromising. But after four straight days in which both the players and major league baseball have met there has been hardly any progress at all and now we see major league baseball discussing the fact that if things are not done if there's not an agreement by february 28th which basically is 5 days away now there's not there's going to start being games canceled excuse me four get 4 days away now base, baseball games are going to start being canceled for the regular season They're going to start being canceled for the regular season because the two sides can in no way, shape, or form come to any type of compromise that at least is a starting point at getting the deal done. Now, the thing that stands out is this, and we've seen it happen in these type of negotiations before. We quickly could see a major shift on one or both sides of this equation that gets a deal done just like that. We could see reports start to come in at around lunchtime one day, and then by dinner time the deal's done, we're ready to discuss baseball, and things are hunky dory back to normal. The likelihood though of that happening, it just it seems like that it is a long shot for without games being canceled. And I know that that's, you know, stating the obvious. I know at this point, though, the union has not recognized the fact that these, neg- or has not recognized that date, that, you know, they haven't officially recognized the 28th as being kind of a ultimatum that if the deal's not done, games are going to be canceled. It just, it really seems like there is just too far of, of a divide for things to come together quickly. And neither side really has the, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, they don't really have the push yet. They don't seem to have the true pressure on them yet to make the needed concessions, to make that needed effort towards a compromise to get something done. And at the end of the day, we are where we are, where, yeah, it's great to sit here and hear that day after day meetings are happening. Yeah, it's great to see all these different pictures in Florida of these famous names, you know, standing out in the parking lot talking. But I can go out and stand in the parking lot with my friends and probably have a much more productive conversation within five minutes than these guys have had in over three months. At some point in time, the consistent repetition of we're meeting, we're meeting, we're meeting, we're doing it in person, here's us out in the parking lot standing around talking to each other, there's our effort moving forward, it doesn't do anything. We've known that for three months, yet here we are in the same place and now we're potentially days away from the 2022 baseball season being shortened because folks can't get their act together and get stuff done. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir. I know everybody knows this. And I know that the viewpoint of the fans have very little to do with these talks that are going on. But at the end of the day, it's either going to come together quickly or there's a very real chance that we're going to see a a relevant part of the season. I won't say significant yet, but a relevant part of the season potentially taken away because a deal cannot get done. And of course, this doesn't even get to the other major points of What impact are any deals that are going to be done going to happen on the season itself right off the bat with what's going to be a shortened offseason, with what's going to be a shortened spring training? All teams, to whatever level you can consider it scrambling, all teams are likely going to be a bit behind the eight ball and not have the opportunity to truly be as organized as they want to be going into next season. So yes, a deal may eventually be done, and yes, there's going to be a lot of positivity for that, but all the major league teams are going to have to do things quickly and hope it's effective for both 2002 and beyond with filling needs, making sure that their players are prepared, avoiding potential injuries, and getting a successful start to the 2022 season. But regardless of what could come, it all starts with what needs to happen, and that's one or both sides finally deciding let's get something done and hopefully it happens sooner rather than later
0: support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference
2: Obviously, with the lack of news that has been out there, despite Freddie Freeman and other free agents, without the lack of news being out there due to there not being much progress made in the lockouts, what really has been talked about quite a bit over the past month has been certainly prospect rankings, whether it's International Signing Day, top 100 lists, organizational rankings based off of, um, you know, farm systems, all those different things have been discussed. And it's really fun to see some Braves starting to get some true national attention, such as Michael Harris, obviously Christian Pache, um consistently gets that. But the other player that really stands out, you'd like to would like to have seen Spencer Strider get a, get a little bit more love, but that that'll come in time. But the player that I am, am most excited about and in general, the situation that I'm very excited about that I don't know is if it's talked about Quite enough. I've talked about it in different formats over the past few years, but something that really excites me about the future of this Braves team is the continuation of potentially having one of the best situation in baseball when it comes to the catcher position. I wrote an article about this a few years ago, in which I looked at over a, a two-decade stretch in which the Braves had Javier Lopez, and they had, um, you know, Johnny Estrada, and they had, you know, the, the Brian McCann, obviously for nearly a decade, and then after that, even Kurt Suzuki and Tyler Flowers play in the catcher position, one of the reasons why the Braves have been so consistent at different eras of their team, going from what they did in the 90s and early 2000s to the turn of the 2000s and the 2010s, and obviously now what they're doing um, as we head into a new decade in winning the 2021 World Series title, what stands out about this Braves team is that they have been one of the most productive teams over the past 35 years when it comes to the catcher position. Yes, Javier Lopez, and Brian McCann have a lot to do with that, but as I mentioned, Johnny Estrada and others certainly have contributed to that as well. Well, now the Braves certainly are in line to continue to have that being a consistent source of productivity, and in my opinion, the person to be most excited about is Shea Longalliers. Now, he may not have the upside of William Contreras when it comes to offense. He may not produce like, you know, um, Travis Darno has overstretches, but the thing that Stan, and obviously Manny Pena is there and you've got both the Nard and Pena on, or Pena on two year deals moving forward. So it may seem as if Shea Aliers may not have the opportunity to really make an impact this year or next year with both of those catchers under contract. But the thing is this, is that I actually think Shay Langaliers has every opportunity. I think the reason why the Braves signed both Denard and Pena to two-year deals before this season was so they could potentially have multiple trade assets they could use in deals if Shea Langoliers or William Contreras pushes the envelope and really produces. But why I'm so excited about Shea Shea Langoliers is because the power has continued to show in the minor leagues. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to be a 20 to 25 guy year in and year out hitting for power in the major leagues. But I think that his defense and not just his arm, which gets rave reviews, not just his framing, which by all reports continues to improve, but the overall connection and just overall command that he has of the pitchers that he's working with consistently adding value by being a source of confidence for his pitchers to make needed adjustments, to show consistency, what have you, as they continue to mature. I think it's great that for a franchise that has overall many young pitchers, that overall the Korovich pitching is still quite young, they've got a very good catching prospects, crop prospect that they can grow with here in Atlanta that can allow for them to develop into what they want to into who they can ultimately become. And the fact that he could add value at, at the plate with the bat at times certainly adds to it. But yes, we're going to have Ronald Acuna. Yes, we're going to have Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley. We hope that you know one of Harris or Waters or Pache may turn into a relevant outfielder. We hope, obviously, Freddie Freeman is in the fold for the next five years plus. But, even if Shea Langeleers or William Contreras, whoever of those two, is to emerge as our long-term catcher of the future, even though those two players may not need to be a star, the fact that they at least should line up, and especially Langeleers' case, should line up both offensively and defensively as being some type of valuable contributor, that is a huge thing because, again, One of the things that you consistently see in Major League Baseball is that usually you're going to see if teams are going to be successful for long stretches of times, you're likely going to see the fact that they're going to have the same catcher or a catcher that at the very least offers value at the plate and on defense. Look at Buster Posey in San Francisco. Look at Yadier Molina in St. Louis. Look at Russell Martin in various places that he's gone. I'm not saying Shea Langeleers becomes that level of player. I'm not saying Shea Lears becomes a multiple-time All-Star, a Hall of Famer, or what have you. But I am at least saying that Shea Langeleers, and if not him, perhaps William Contreras, I feel that there's a very strong possibility That among those two, the Braves are going to land a catcher that year in and year out is going to offer value. And I think that that is a very, very, very important thing that offers good correlation with the team consistently being in contention if they have a catcher who's adding consistent value behind the plate and is the same person to grow with a young pitching staff. So I know that there's plenty of things to be excited about with the fact that the Braves are coming off the 2021 World Series title. But one of the more underrated but I think positive things about the future of this organization is how deep they are at catcher. They could use multiple assets from the catcher position to potentially go get other areas of need in trades. But if it's Shay Langeleers, who I certainly hope that it is, or if it's William Contreras as the long-term answer, there's a very good chance that the Braves have a long-term answer and a long-term valuable answer at catcher, and that will continue to grow in importance as the Braves' young arms mature and will continue to be a needed area of added value as the Braves continue to look to be in World Series contention for the foreseeable future. Can't they? you enough for listening to this debut episode of the Daily Hammer on the battery power. Podcast Network. Make sure that you subscribe to the Battery Power Podcast Network. You've got the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast itself, along with the Road to Atlanta Podcast, which all can be found at BatteryPower.com, as well as at Battery Power SBN on all forms of social media. Also, make sure to check out Battery Power, the YouTube show with Grant McCauley and Corey McCartney. Subscribe to see us on YouTube, subscribe to listen to the Podcast Network anytime you get a chance, but in just in general if you want to listen to good braves content there's no better place to come than battery power thanks so much for joining this show hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you again soon here on the daily hammer